Um, welcome to the Commissioner Conversations Video On Demand and OTT. My name is Nico Franks. I'm editor of C21 Kids, uh, which is published by C21 Media. Um, and now let me introduce the panel. Uh, from my left uh, to right, uh, we have Julian Bord, who is head of SVOD at, uh, here's my French accent, France Television. Uh, so bonjour, Julian. And next to him, we have Miki Hoynatska, chief, chief creative and content officer at Hopster. And then next to her, Estelle Lloyd, founder of Azumi. And finally, Lucy Murphy, who is head of kids at Sky. And the way this format's going to work, uh, each exec is going to give a short present presentation, um, and then I'm going to quiz them on their businesses. Um, and Lucy, you're going to kick us off, so thank you. So thank you very much um, for having me. Um, it's great to be here. And um, since joining Sky um, last November as their first head of kids content, we've been unbelievably busy. Um, so I wanted to kind of um, share what we've been up to and also um, some exciting plans um, moving forwards. So, um, oh, there, there we are, that's me. <laughs> I'm Ben and Holly. Um, so at Sky, um, whenever we make any decisions, we always focus on what matters to customers um, and that includes the whole family. We always have a saying that we um, have something for every household and for every member of that household. So for Sky, having a great kids offer is hugely important. Um, and what both parents and kids want um, is the best content, their favorite shows, the best product, um, and the best editorial experience. And ultimately, parents also want peace of mind and to know that their um, kids are watching shows in a safe environment. Um, and our mantra as we sort of look at our kids' offer is always to, um, to create something that kids love and parents trust. And that's really important, it's sort of guiding principle for us. So starting with the content piece, we have over 4,500 episodes of kids' favorite shows available on demand um, from all the major networks, including um, Nick Jr. and Cartoon Network and Boomerang and uh, Disney. Um, and those brilliant partner channels also give us 11 great live channels and up to 20 catch-up channels. Um, so we, we have an on-demand offer, but we also have live channels. Um, we've recently announced um, in April that uh, Morph will be returning to screens uh, later this year, which is fantastic. Um, once he gets back, he's been launched into space, I hear, this afternoon. <laughs> Check him out on the Facebook page to see where he is now. Um, but today, I'm really excited to announce that we've commissioned um, more um, kids' content, um, starting with um, specially created episodes of Sky One's really popular um, science panel show presented by um, the comedy genius Lee Mack, uh, Duck Quacks Don't Echo, um, and a wildlife documentary series from Offspring Films, um, based on the Sky One show, um, Big Cats, an Amazing Animal Family. Um, furthermore, we are adding two new strands of content to our on-demand offer on the um, Sky all Sky platforms, which will be um, exclusive content for kids from Sky Sports, which uh, will drive interest and encourage participation in sport for kids, very important. Um, and we're also adding short-form web content from leading MCNs into the app and our on-demand platforms. 
including nursery rhymes, music, and um, short-form comedy. Um, so to provide the best product and experience, all the shows are available through all of our platforms. Sky is quite complicated because we have a lot of different products. You can watch on the big television, and most viewing is still on the big television. 70% um, of viewing is still live channels um, through Sky Q, Sky Plus, um, and you can also watch on demand and via the Kids app. Um, Sky Kids content is also available on Now TV Kids Pass, which was launched a couple of weeks ago, um, which allows people to access on-demand content without a contract. You can dip in and out on a monthly basis. Um, Now TV Kids Pass gives you six kids' channels um, and thousands of on-demand episodes for two ninety-nine a month. Um, but whatever platform kids or their parents choose, um, they can rest assured that they're watching in a very safe environment. Um, so, for example, the Kids app has um, filtered age settings and we've just launched a sleep setting which allows parents to um, set a limit for how long the content uh, plays for. Um, and there's a very gentle reminder five minutes before switch off and then the sky buddy that the child has chosen um, arrives snoring their head off so children know that that's time to go. Um, and also, I mean, we have a internet safety sky broadband shield. Um, so what's next? Um, the app's recently launched in Germany um, and Austria, and it will roll out in Italy at the beginning of 2017. Um, we'll add more features. So I've just talked about sleep mode. We're adding downloads next, just in time for the um, ordeal of summer travel. Um, we're working on more original commissions and more on-demand content. In May, we added an additional 500 episodes to our on-demand offer, and we'll carry on increasing that. Um, and to conclude, I think, you know, we've always focused on great entertainment for the whole family, um, which is why we're investing in our offer and growing it. And here's a little taster of what we do. Sky is the number one destination for kids' TV in the UK and Ireland. We offer a huge range of channels from the biggest names in entertainment. What? Yeah. And have over 4,500 episodes of the most watched kids' TV available on demand. It's all true. And we've started commissioning our own great new shows for kids, including Duck Quacks Don't Echo, Big Cats Animal Facts, and Family Favourites Morph. I want to tell everyone. All of which can be found across all our Sky platforms, including our new Sky Kids app, where kids can create their own profile and enjoy the best shows tailored to their age. Are you getting all this? Uh-huh. And with a bedtime setting, you decide when it's time to switch off and hit the hay. Are we all ready? Let's do it. Sky Kids. Kids love it. Parents trust it. Hold it. Estelle, you can take over now. Thank you. Good afternoon. I'm Estelle Lloyd. I'm founder of Azumi. Um, it's a great opportunity for me to introduce Azumi to you and to explain to you what we are about. Um, Azumi launched in March of this year. We are a platform and app which offers video content, games, audio books, um, and other features like an art studio 
and a um, messaging app um, to children 5 to 11. Um, our mission is to uh, keep children safe online. Um, the NSPCC is our strategic partner. Uh, we're working very closely with them uh, in their mission to keep children safe online. And that means for us offering a, an app which doesn't have any commercial influence, so no adverts, no in-app purchases, um, and essentially giving parents peace of mind. Uh, from a technical perspective, our app is safe in the sense that uh, the children cannot navigate outside of the app without entering a password. Uh, whilst they are in the wool garden of Azumi, um, they are um, essentially safe from roaming outside and coming across inappropriate content, which was very important for us as our initial mission. We're looking to add more features in the future, which will enhance this sense of essentially recreating the internet for children, and will include, for example, a browser where children can browse websites which have been pre-approved uh, by us. Um, that's one of the key features that we are, um, we've already started working on and will be released in the next 12 months. Um, I'd like to show you um, um, a little video about Azumi and then I can tell you more about the commission content that we've already um, done and then what we're planning to do in the future. Nelda, I'll send this to Gemma. Shields eye. Yeah, of an earache. Ooh, it's from Gemma. You really are crazy. Lol, can't wait to share. Uh, no! What's up? What? She can't share without asking me. It was meant just for her. It was a joke! This time, we'll be making a friendly snail made from colourful modelling clay. Get two really tiny pieces of the black and roll these up and stick them on the eyes. Now your snail can see. And there we have it, a complete friendly snail. Uh...
Thank you. It's lovely to see it actually on a big screen. Um, just a few words on what we've commissioned so far. When we were talking um, to the NSPCC about Azumi, um, we were debating uh, the, the, the safety aspect of it. And then we got to talking about what happens when children leave the walled garden that we've created and essentially roam the internet. And we thought it would be very important for parents to give their children the tools and the knowledge to make their own decisions um, online. And that's when we created um, Search It Up, which is a, a lovely series, which Lucy was um, sitting next to me on the panel, so it's like a family gathering. But uh, Lucy was very involved um, at, uh, at the conceptual um, stage of Search It Up. Uh, but Search It Up is about what it is about to be online for a child. What's a password? How to create a strong password? How to use it? How to remember it? What's, what happens when I share a photo of myself online? How long does it stay? Can I take it down? So it's a, it's a series of 20 episodes, two minutes, two minutes each. Um, and um, we're very proud of, of this series. We, um, we really love it. It's, it's a very, very special series for us. Um, the other two um, which were shown here are tutorials for arts and crafts and it's about engaging children and getting them to use their imagination, create things. It's about rummaging through the recycling bin and extracting any object and making a beautiful creation with it. And we were very lucky to work with some amazing producers who've helped us develop marvelous makes and hands up. Um, looking forward, we are looking for, and we're interested to talk to interested to talk to creators about anything which is creative. Tutorials, we love tutorials. We want more tutorials. Um, baking and cooking, sports, dance, music, and finally, coding is a very big subject at the moment. We've actually already started working on a coding series. Um, and of course, games, Complete Control, um, developed our games. Uh, it was a dream working with them. They've produced games that children love. And they are a big hit, and we're definitely going to produce more games uh, going forward. Um, I thought to conclude, I would uh, say that we work with uh, commercial partners in our um, mission to, say, uh, to help keep children safe online. Um, the funding that we um, gather, we get for, um, for productions is often uh, in partnership with um, uh, commercial partners. That's a business model that has worked quite well for us. And we're about to announce a, um, a very uh, big partnership for us on distribution with a, a very large UK company can tell much more at this stage, but watch this space. Thank you so much. Um, hello, I am here from Hopster, and I think I'm right saying that Hopster was the first sort of specialised kids SVOD um, service in the UK. We've been um, live for two and a half years now. Um, also, I, want, I think what I want to say, and, and sort of similar to Azumi, 
it's not just about video when it comes to SV, SVOD platforms. And um, that's because it, kids are growing up now with phones and tablets in their hands and they want to touch things as well. So I think it's very important um, to give them what they really want and these are different types of content which the video is just um, one of them. I have a little video to play to introduce Hopster to you. So I really love this slide. This is from Apple's full last year false presentation where speaking about change, um, the future of TV is, is apps. And I think that's one of the biggest trends that we are seeing where kids are just moving towards apps. Um, and this is some data from an Ofcom report from last year as well, where you see that actually the viewership of linear TV is declining and kids are moving into gaming, which gaming is described really apps for smaller children and also online, which is YouTube. And yes, YouTube is huge and we like YouTube actually um, very much. So knowing that, um, there's an explosion of um, different VOD options there. So it's, I think a lot of them just launched within the last um, 12 months. So how do you really um, stand out? And this is what we do. We really talk a lot to parents and we do a lot of research. And it's very clear that to stand out, it's about learning for preschoolers. It's about being easy to use because preschool children have little fingers and you have to make it really easy for them to be able to use their app, the apps on their own. Um, but it's also about content that parents find, let's say, wholesome as well, which means um, will gives them the peace of mind that the kid can um, play with Hopster and only interact with really, really nice content. Um, and I think that's when we talk about all this, it's just not only about video, it's other types of interactivity that is so important for kids. So this is why we created Hopster. We have a very simple mission. We want to make screen time a win-win, both for kids and for parents. And what we mean by it, by kids, it has to be a beautiful, immersive world. Um, it has to be great content they, uh, they love. And for parents, it is all about that they know that the kids are safe and can play and they can grow together with um, the app. And we, we do it through quality content, magical world, and personalized tech. We are not really a media company, we are a tech company, and that's also, I think, part of the change that is happening. Um, we are available on all screens where the kids are, we are there as well. 
Um, and we think our differentiator is we have a curriculum. Uh, and this is not just about basic academics. It's really about four elements of the curriculum. It starts all about me, which is self-expression and taking care of yourself and health and safety. And then also it is about the um, friends and family, about emotions, how to deal and understand emotions, the world around me, so how the world really works. And then also about some basic academics. And we developed um, we develop our games in-house, and this is one of the original content that we're looking for. We're always looking for great ideas for games that are different and are going to fit within our curriculum. Um, and games are very important because already one-third, one-fourth of the time is played, is used, uh, kids are playing games on Hopster, and we want to see that um, being 50-50%, so 50 will be interactivity and 50 will be um, videos, also because great content or great videos are everywhere. So a lot of the platforms will share the same content. Um, so it is about not having more content, it's about having different content, content that kids can really engage with and, and love. And it's fit for the platform as well. Um, and what we see is we really actually like YouTube, and I agree there's a lot of content that is undervalued because it's from YouTube, but we picked, um, cherry picked really some really good stuff out there, and it works very well. And because of our uh, UX, kids can choose their content by themselves. We see they're often choosing content from really small independent producers. We have a show from Korea, which is all about creativity, um, never, probably no one heard about it, but kids really like it. We have songs as well, and we work with small um, creators that don't spend a lot of money on the content, but they know how to make the kids really feel for it. Um, so when, when talking about what type of content we are looking for, it is this type of content. It's something which is different, something which is fit for our platform, something which is about learning in the way about showing the kids the world, how it works, and um, excite them about that. Um, and I think, yes, YouTube, and there's more and more really great creators coming from it, and you probably know Little Bum or Talking Tom, great successes from there. So we are looking very closely at that space. Um, we are now changing um, um, Hopster. We asked the parents what they want to see. And they said, yeah, we want to have more songs and more games, and actually we want books as well. So these, this is the type of content we are now looking at. We are developing some in-house but we're always open for new ideas, something that would work very well and something that kids cannot find somewhere else. So when you have a great idea, um, come and talk or email hello at hopster.tv. Um, and this is a sneak, uh, the first preview of our new UX. And so we wanted to make sure that the kids and parents see that Hopster is not just about video. So we created a new um, immersive world where you can interact with all the elements and you can see that we have both music and shows, um, little games, uh, creative um, tools as well. And this is the direction we are going to go moving forward. And that's it, thank you. Bonjour. I'm very happy to be with you today. I'm a new newcomer to the CMC, not to the industry, but it's the first time that I find time to come and share with, uh, with you. And my, my ambition this week is really to have a better understanding of the UK market. And uh, up to now, it's been really efficient. So thank you for that. Um, I'm going to make a short update on where France Television is in terms of on-demand strategy. Uh, so France Television is 
the French public broadcaster, the equivalent of your BBC, but uh, less powerful. Um, <laughs> Uh, we have five channels. The big thing that is happening now is that we are launching uh, a news channel, which will be available online and on air uh, at the beginning of September. The big thing that is happening also is that France 4, that you can find here, is uh, finally becoming a kids and family channel. So finally we have our kids channel. We were the only, um, the only broadcaster in Europe without a specific dedicated kids channel, so we are really happy about it. Uh, France Television is a key provider in, in audiovisual work in, in France. We work mainly with, uh, with French studios. We invest 400 million euros a year to finance documentaries, drama, animation, 27 million euros on animation uh, every year. So it's quite big in kids. We are the first commissioner of animation in Europe. So we've been in that business of linear content for a while now. And since a few years now, we moved to on-demand uh, thanks to three main uh, buckets, if I may call them like that. Uh, France TV Plus first, which is our catch-up service. And it's a big difference between, uh, between the UK and France. We only have seven days of catch-up in France, free catch-up free votes uh, rights. So after that, what do we do? We monetize and we move to France TV plus VAD, which is a VOD service. So after seven days on any kind of content, you don't find free catch-up rights and you move to VOD rights. So that's the second one. And the third one is something that we developed in the last two years. Uh, we are the only um, public group in Europe to have developed our own multi-channel network. So we are in the YouTube business for three years now, and it's doing really well. Uh, and we have really developed it uh, to, to give power to our audience, to the viewers. So on those, those three services, they, they really, really have the power to choose their content on demand. Uh, and we, like all of you, are convinced that it is the future of our, our, of our industry. So this multi-channel network uh, made one billion views last year. Uh, it's a generalist one, like France Television is a generalist group. Uh, and in, in those one billion views, 400 million uh, come from kids' channels. Uh, we have more than, uh, three, than 40 kids' channels uh, and more than 300 channels on YouTube um, produced by France Television. We co-produce them uh, with right owners and producers, and it's a very new way to work with producers to, to manage those channels uh, with them. Uh, so more than 40 channels dedicated to kids. The big difference between us and the big US networks is the big US networks for now, uh, at least in France, they only show very short content on YouTube. And we have gone the opposite. We have decided to go for binge viewing sessions of our content. So we present half an hour or one hour of content on YouTube. And it's uh, very efficient in terms of ratings, both on YouTube, but also on the channels. Those are our three favorites. The ones that bring us many views every month. Uh, Petit Tour Sovereign, Little Brown Bear, Charlie, um, Choupi in French, and the famous Raving Rabbits, which been, have been commissioned with uh, Ubisoft in France. Uh, Little Brown Bear is more than, makes more than 
12 million views a month uh, since two years now. So it's, uh, it's really uh, a star for us. And we've relaunched the property on YouTube and uh, re recommissioned series um, thanks to that success on YouTube. So it's a very virtu virtuous um, circle. Does that work in English? I'm not sure. Uh, so next step is the launch of a SVOD service, a sub subscription-based service that will be launched in March next year. Uh, it's a very ambitious project for a public service to have its own subscription-based video service. Uh, it will be generalist also because France Television DNA is to propose all kinds of content. So we will have drama, documentary, uh, movies, and animation. I can't tell a lot because it's still a project, but uh, it will be uh, on online soon and it will be a freemium service really connected to what we do in catch-up. So that for our viewers, it will be really easy to find content and to acquire content uh, either on VOD or on SVOD. So this is our next big project, which is um, really a very nice one to manage. Um, and we are convinced that the, the on-demand revolution uh, is a fantastic opportunity for both the viewers, for the channels, but also for all the creators. And it, we, we, we think uh, new content uh, will find, will find uh, new people on those platforms. And it's a unique opportunity to free creativity. Uh, so we engage you to propose us content, more and more content. Here on the market, I think my colleague has just left. Uh, it was Alexandre Hénin. I can see his seat empty now. But Alexandre Hénin, uh, who is in charge of acquisition, uh, is a good contact if you have any, any project to propose for those platforms for the linear channels, but also for, for on-demand services. And I want you to leave you with a little clip, uh, a, a little teaching clip in French, because I didn't find time to make it in English. So excuse our French, but uh, here comes a little trailer with our preschool stars. Mais qui revient pour de nouvelles aventures B O R <rire> Boris, c'est tous les matins dans Zouzou. Pyjamas, on a un nouveau défi. Les soucis, on les règle la nuit. Luglu reptilo camouflage. Yo-yo acrobasso. Bibou tornado. Avec les pyjamasques. C'est l'heure d'être un vrai héros. Samedi et dimanche dans Zouzou. Samedi dans Zouzou. Zouzou. Léo ont disparu Il faut que je mène l'enquête Allez, on y va Par où vas-tu débuter cette enquête Oui, oui Les pirates Bienvenue Oui, oui Chevalier au rapport, nous avons découvert un mystère. J'étais en train de faire briller mes biceps quand j'ai entendu du bruit dehors C'est très étrange Peut-être qu'ils ont laissé des empreintes c'est qui le meilleur des enquêteurs J'ai trouvé C'est Oui Oui Retrouve Oui Oui et tous ses amis samedi matin dans Zouzou sur France 5. Thank you very much, Julian. So, um, in the four years that I've been writing about this sector, uh, when I started, I asked producers about the revenue they were making from video on demand. Um, a lot of them were very downbeat. One of them said, uh, yeah, it's, it's good. It's good enough for a hot meal once a year. Um, and then in now we're seeing Netflix fully commissioned shows. Um, and obviously 
uh, now original commissions coming from you, but the format is very different. So in terms of what producers should be pitching to you, is the traditional 52 times 11 minute animated series um, that many producers will be you know, used to making, is that now irrelevant when it comes to you guys? And that's directed at uh, mostly Mickey, Estelle, and no. Lucy. So whoever <laughs> no. wants to answer. No. The answer. <laughs> yes, the answer is no. So it's, it is relevant? Um, so, so I think like the, when we look at the usage of, of content on our platform, is we normally look at like 15 episodes, just because it's not about like having something every, for every week in the year. It's about just having something which is really nice and different, um, different episodes and the story going. But I, I, we, we would not commission or acquire anything that says more episodes. It just doesn't really make sense. I think it's, re it's re relevant for the next two or three years, probably. Uh, but if you think about it, 2652 comes from programming schedules who were based in the 50s in the US. Uh, all what we do, number of, epi of episode duration, it comes from the way we've, we've been framing programming for years on classic television. So I believe in the next year, in three or four years, the more the SVOD services will commission, the opener we will be on ordering six hours, uh, ordering uh, one hour of content. Um, so it's, it's, it's one of the things very positive for writers and for producers, uh, everything is possible. It's, it's a, a world that opens to many, many different paths. That's right, I agree. I mean, I think the, um, of course, box sets are really important on a on-demand um, environment. Um, but the brilliant thing about VOD is it really gives you an opportunity to um, get very creative and do some of the things that you can't do on a linear channel. And that's why short form performs so well. Um, it's very difficult to schedule short form on a linear channel, but actually it's great on demand. Um, so I think there are many opportunities to do things that you can't do on linear on demand. Um, and there will always be a requirement for box sets that do have sort of multi-episode series. Um, and of course it's really important kids have a voracious appetite <laughs> and it's very important to keep refreshing and keep things looking new. Do we have any questions from the audience at this point? Yes, down here. Just wait for the microphone and if you could introduce yourself as well, please. Mike Batt. Um, just uh, to say that that would imply, um, uh, pretty much everyone was unanimous there, that um, the, the old 2652 uh, format is not necessarily you know, de rigueur, in fact, quite the opposite. Um, and we all start thinking in terms of things like, I don't know, on longer, maybe adult drama series, we see things like 10, uh, 10 and a half hours, that's, that kind of thing, as a box set, as Lucy mentioned. Uh, would, uh, is that the kind of thing we're talking about? Even with 10 minute episodes, something like, uh, you could still deliver a 13, a 13, 10 minute series. Or, or, and then the next one might be the next might be referred to perhaps as, as a season uh, of another thirteen, or it could be in, in any format at all. Is that right? Or, or, or? It's, uh, I'm a big believer of that, but honestly, for ten years, uh, we've developed a show called The Owl, like that. First in short forms, then in seven minutes, then in ten minutes. Uh, I think for Lena, especially in kids, 
because you are managing program, programming blocks which have different lengths uh, each different day. So in, in programming in kits, it's really possible. Uh, and and it's, uh, it's going to expand to any genre, I believe. Uh, if I, if I just may add, from, our, from the perspective of Azumi, uh, when we look at content, it really, we, it really depends on, on what content we're looking at. Um, we're doing a lot of tutorials, for example, um, and they vary in length, even within the same series, because um, it's, it's just by the nature of it. Sometimes it takes longer to make, to, to make a creation, or a bit less. Um, so we, we don't have necessarily a very set I mean, we work within a sort of time frame, time, uh, a, certain, a certain length, but we don't have a very strict, you know, this has got to be five minutes and no more. But of course, there is a, a big challenge, which is distribution. Uh, and we, we will have some transition period a bit difficult because, of course, to, to sell, we, we need to format things, and it's more difficult to sell deformatted things. If you, but if you're saying that SVOD, then you wouldn't have a problem, right? And, yeah. and it, we, what we see is that short form works slightly better, um, but we have also in the top 10, we have also longer shows. I think it really depends on the show, on the story, on the characters. But yes, we are not limited by it has to be 6, 11 minutes or something like that, or a season. And as Rich mentioned earlier, children apparently don't mind about you know small budgets. They just want it to be authentic. So to what extent is that driving your original commissioning strategies? Um, Estelle. Yeah. Um, well, it's driving it very much. Um, again, going back to tutorials, um, children are used to seeing tutorials um, on YouTube um, of you know different quality, but yet um, they are used to the sort of made in the kitchen look and feel. Uh, we find that most of the time the voiceover is a bit of a letdown, but the quality of the image is um, fine. Um, and so, yes, we don't have to produce, to produce these tutorials to a level where um, everything is absolutely perfect. As long as the voiceover or the sound is good and um, the tutorial is clear and the different steps are very clearly defined, uh, it works really well. And Mickey, when you're targeting preschoolers, what are you noticing that they're particularly gravitating towards? Um, they like music very much, songs, um, and different types of songs. Some are the classic nursery rhymes, some are more rocky songs, but they normally have something really catchy and funny about it. Um, so music works really well. And then short from about, like also that um, is about creativity or a really good story or just the character they love. So it's, it's different, different things that you look at, but in our sort of top, top 10, I think there's three that is music and four short form and some other longer that are BAFTA winning series. So it's a, it's a variety, but definitely you can, a really simple um, song that we picked up from a YouTube creator is competing with like Ben and Holly on the same level. To what extent is, uh, how important a part does the parent play uh, in your businesses? Because obviously you're a new service um, into Estelle and Mickey. Um, Lucy, parents will be familiar with Sky, but it's still a new option. Um, so how are you targeting parents? Well, I think it's really important to remember there's, you know, we're always talking to two audiences because kids are the users um, and parents are the customers. So we have to make sure that we are 
providing something that kids love and parents trust, but also that parents believe is good value and is worth paying for. So there is a, a real balance always of, um, you know, the great thing about On Demand is it gives a lot of choice and whenever and wherever kids want to watch um, or if they want to co-view and watch with family, um, our job is to provide every opportunity for them to watch whenever, wherever and however they want to. Um, yeah, uh, so, so parents are, um, are incredibly important. Um, they, uh, they understand and, and they worry a lot about uh, what their children are doing on, on, the, on tablets and mobile phones and online in general. Um, so we, we, we work very closely with parents to understand our needs. We um, designed the platform so that it offers a wide range of content. And by that, I don't mean just video content, but games and audiobooks and lots of things to do um, so that children want to stay and, um, and in our case, get exposed to um, educational content and learn things um, and not want to really go outside, go outside the, the, the walled garden that, that Suzumi. Parents do understand that concept and they like it. There's a massive concern for, from parents uh, about, about children's safety online. Yeah, for Hopster, the same. We are safe. There's no ads ever, no in-app purchases. But also we communicate with parents um, on a regular basis. So we have a parents' panels. When we look at new content, we will test it with the parents, show it to them, ask them to watch it with their kids, and we are looking at their feedback. We also send um, reports to parents so they know what their kid was watching and doing uh, on Hopster, how it fit within our curriculum. So I think parents really feel involved in, in what their kids are doing. It's not an anonymous um, um, consumption of it. Um, but yes, we, most of our marketing is targeted to, towards parents um, and after their first usage when they see that Hopster is safe and has got really good content and fun stuff to do and creative tools, they leave, uh, they leave, it, um, they leave the kids with it alone and I think giving the parents this peace of mind is important. Yeah. And at France, at France TV we are obsessed by co-viewing for linear, so because you, you get big numbers uh, when parents and kids are together in front of, of your show. So in non-linear, in on-demand, I think we will have to reinvent that in a way, because ultimately that can be a strong difference between all our competitors who will be more targeted to specific kids and, and to what we do, which will be broader. Uh, but at the same time, it's new opportunities for more targeted content for, for France TV also. Back five years ago, uh, you would have come with a girls queuing show. We would have said no directly. And now we are becoming opener to that. And it, this is what is fascinating in, in what we are seeing here. All the things that you do in the apps, uh, a few years ago, we were doing them on our kids' channels. The industry was doing a lot of tutorials, a lot of light entertainment. And for various reasons in different markets, it has changed and we have been more focusing on animation, on live action, with less room for links, for hosts. And, and all that has been reinvented 
by kids first on YouTube, and, and now we are following them in a way. It's a little bit back, back to the basics of our business, and with, with on-demand, we open the possibility to a, a wide range of diversity of content. So for, children, for the children industry, it's really, really positive. And can an SVOD service survive on its own in its local market, or does it have to uh, do what Netflix has done in, and, and launch in, you know, worldwide? I believe you, you have room for global, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> they have the money. <laughs> they invest a lot, and, uh, and in terms of marketing, it's a huge cost. But you, you also have room for, for local, local shops. So this, this is, I think, where Europe can, can play a game. And it's so important for kids to have the possibility to see different things, to hear different stories, and not to have only, only one vision uh, of the world. Uh, I've got perhaps a, a bit more of a definitive answer to this. I actually don't believe that a, an, a tech SVOD platform um, can survive on just the UK market. I think that scale, international scale, is critical, um, which is definitely what we're aiming for at Azumi. Um, one encouraging, really encouraging fact, actually, is that the UK is leading in online safety for children. Uh, Baroness Shields was speaking at the UN a couple of weeks ago on online safety. Um, there is definitely a, a, a major task force going on within the UK government to put the UK ahead um, in terms of online safety and looking after children and online. Um, and that's, that's definitely helpful um, to uh, take anything made in the UK internationally. Yeah, I agree. It's also quite, with a tech company and app, it's so easy to go global. You just sort of flip the switch, you're there. But, um, well, yeah, Hopster is now available like over 80, 80 countries. Um, but also because our aim is we are building a global brand um, in, in the digital preschool space for kids. Um, and we are, we are localized right now in French. We are localized in Icelandic. Um, and we are going to do more uh, localization based on where we see the pickup um, for the for the international international app. Probably got time for one question from the audience, if there is one. I think there's a hand up there. Hello, um, Carrie from Finger Industries. Um, I'm just interested to sort of explore when we talk about the apps based stuff for sort of Azumi and um, Hopster, there's obviously this educational curriculum, um, fantastic sort of structure that you have. H how does that define, and speaking from sort of a, an animation studio perspective, how does that define some of the content when it comes to sort of perhaps more um, themes around uh, when we talk about sort of entertainment and uh, you know, you get sort of the Adventure Time, Gumball style content how do those two sort of dynamics work in, in an app space that is quite safe and educational, which I think is great as a parent, <laughs> but I also want my child to have access to some of the more entertaining, kind of perhaps more dynamic type programming as well. Does that sort of work in that space? That's like a very good question, actually. And um, actually, um, here, um, 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 Luca Fiore, who works in my team, is a, a, used to be a primary school teacher. Um, just to give you a bit of background about how we view, look at content um, and assess content at Azumi, we set off by uh, putting together a list of values that we, um, we uh, sort of uh, came up with ourselves 
which essentially look at um, every content that we bring on from an educational, from an entertainment, from a um, you know, family values, from essentially a lot of criteria that we apply to it and really screen every content through that. I wouldn't say that we have a very formal curriculum. I wouldn't call it a curriculum. We definitely have a set of values that we apply against every every content that we look at. And we definitely look at content which is fun but is good for you. I think that would be the best way to define it, is content that's fun and good for you. Yeah, it's like, it's like good good um, entertainment should always teach you something, but like um, learning should be fun. Otherwise, it's not learning. Kids will never learn if stuff is boring or educational. So um, we have a lot of the big shows, but we look at them like, is, it, is the story well written? Are the dialogues nice? Are the characters nice? Are, are they, is there something about friendship and relations or diversity? So again, it's not about just thinking about educational as in literacy or numeracy. It's like a, a preschool kid learns every day by watching. We say kids learn through the shells they love and they do. So it's more about like not taking or acquiring content that may be bigger than some channels, but we look at it and it's like, mm, there's not much there, but there's still you know, great content that is super entertaining, but actually it's quite, it's just smart. kids offer really is about balance and having a really good mixed ecology um, and the, bar the sort of blurring the many shows I mean we've commissioned a kids version of Duck Quacks Don't Echo for example because we know that kids love the comedy and they love the silliness of it but also there's a lot of hard science in it but it's presented in a way that is very entertaining Final word to Julian. I, I like the idea of impact. And to go back to the beginning of the session, I, I believe for, for years in classic television organization, we have considered all what was done online as of bad quality and with no impact. Many people in classic television were thinking that. And it was completely not the case. And, and we are the first in the kids' business to experience that online, not done by the, by the industry. You have extremely good quality content and content that had, has impact on daily life of kids. And it is challenging for us, but also really, really inspiring. Great. Well, all that remains from me is to thank my panel. So thank you, Julian, Mickey, Estelle and Lucy. Thank you for your time. Um,